This is the Time Fix Podcast, the podcast that enables you to find more time when it really counts. Brought to you by the Time Fix, change the journey, make friends with your own time. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Time Fix Podcast. My name is Ildi Ratz and my mission is to help you on your journey to make friends with your own time so you have more freedom to live the life you dream and deserve. This is episode 29. If anyone says COVID is not real, well, I am here to tell you that if you catch it and you are lucky enough not to land in the hospital, you can still easily land the worst version of it. Meaning it took me two weeks to even regain my voice and just slowly getting there. And since my voice is more or less back, here I am trying to catch up with this awesome topic. If you have been listening to this podcast for a while now, then you are probably very much looking forward to the next few episodes as I will get into the four major behavioral styles and into what their relationship with their time looks like. By now, you probably got the idea that that productivity and human behavior are very much connected. I do believe this connection is so strong that it affects every level in one's productivity. In this podcast episode, I will be focusing on the first of the four major behavioral styles. What you need to keep in mind while listening is that even if you recognize yourself in this episode and find yourself going, oh, that's so me. Just remember, our behavioral makeups have more than one style. So make sure to tune in for future episodes as well. So let's start and gain a little insight into understanding how our behavior affects productivity. As I already mentioned, the main tool I use in assessing and and profiling is a tool called eDisc. And one of the four main uh, behavioral styles is the dominant style. Now, instead of giving you some dry facts like uh, they are goal-driven, strong-willed leaders, confident and highly competitive, let me try and tell you a couple of stories. Have you heard of the saying, time is money? Well, I grew up with this saying, even though my background had nothing, I mean, nothing to do with entrepreneurship. I mean, my mom probably still wonders today, how is it possible that I am one? This saying is and has been part of my upbringing. If you are now listening, are thinking, well, That makes perfect sense. And not just because um, that's how you were brought up, then chances are you do have a fair bit of D in your natural behavioral makeup. This saying in its full depth and potential is only relatable by these. To the dominant behavioral style, time is money. They treat time as a currency and as one of their most precious commodities. So if you have someone in your life who is beyond annoyed and at least a little bit angry with you every time you are late, well, chances are they also have a fair bit of D in their behavioral makeup. I suppose the dominant side in me has always guided my steps. I think one of the most talked uh, about situations in our family goes back to when I was about 12 years old and I decided that I need to earn some money. I do not remember exactly what the money was being raised for or if it was just meant to fill in the gaps in my vision about pocket money as we never got pocket money from my parents. I mean, my sister and I only had to ask and we were given, 
but we never had the allowance kind of money, which made earning my own money so appealing. So, going back to my story, I know I had a very clear goal on how much I wanted to earn that already presented me some with some challenges uh, because my earning capacity was for obvious reason, uh, I was only 12, quite low. So I figured if I do small jobs all year round, I should have a decent amount of money by the time the summer school holidays arrive. One of the first jobs I took on board was to finish off these plastic figurines. I still remember it was all about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and you had to color their masks and belts and finish their eyes and tongues uh, and so on. All in all, a lot of annoying fiddly work. I think I lasted maybe four days around the dining table and after four days, my amazing mom, bless her soul, who I think it is the most patient C or compliant person on earth and who has been helping me in this process had to finish the job while I was already chasing my next mini job. Like a good D, my eyes were on the prize, not necessarily on the job itself. The end goals were more important than how I will get there. I mean, I helped my mom, but mom did most of the job. That year, we, um, or should I say mom, made a lot of things from mini plastic cannons to soldiers and much more. And the pattern did not change. Of course, in the end, I cashed in and was very grateful for all the help. But what I learned was that this is not the way for me to earn money. <clears throat> so if you want to make sure you are moving forward and achieve your goals, then ask a dominant type of person to help you and the goals will shine clearly in front of you. I guess one of the biggest issues when working with someone whose behavior is dominant is that while their eyes are set on the end goal, they forget anyone and everyone. I think my nicest story on this is an amazing business owner lady, uh, without mentioning her name, she came on one of uh, my live clubhouse rooms and she just poured her heart out. She struggled big times with her team. They seemed to be always behind and late and they were just not getting her and she felt like she had to be bossy and tell everyone what to do. And that was so tiring. So she was just wondering why can't everyone be just like her? Funny, once we started to chat and went a bit deeper, she actually changed that last st statement because she had to realize that her amazing team has been highly productive and was delivering outstanding work. She was just naturally pushing one step too far, forgetting to recognize achievements and acknowledge the team's performance. She walked away with the promise to stop and take the team more and more into consideration. She admitted that she never thought about why, the why behind her team's performance and that she realized how much her team actually puts on the table. <clears throat> she came back weeks later and she shared with us how her communication with the team has been improving. And yes, 
she still gets frustrating, uh, uh, frustrated with the team. And uh, sometimes, being in her words, uh, the team is slow, but she was much happier and the team was performing even better. You see, someone whose behavior role-wise is, a domi- in, is in the dominant space will always focus on the end goal, will always be two, three steps ahead of everyone. Their challenge will always be to connect and stay connected with the team that surrounds them because without a good team, nothing would happen. happen. Just think about my beautiful mum. So I hope you have a bit of a, an idea on, on uh, what it means to be predominantly dominant in behavioral style. The one thing I would love to highlight again is the very special relationship of this behavioral style with time. You see, no one else treats time with this much respect. And no one values time more than a dominant person. Their special connection with their time will shine through everything they do. Whether it is about punctuality, because being late is the worst thing you can do to them, or their relentless commitment towards achieving their goals. Thank you for listening to the Time Fix podcast. This was Yodirat, your host. If you haven't already, please remember to subscribe so you are the first to know each time a new episode becomes available. And don't forget to start changing your journey or making friends with your own time.